0: the quantum mechanics yes we are the quantum mechanics we're the paranormal podcast for the believers the doubters and everyone in between and yep we're continuing to record face to face which is very good both me and ben are sitting here with a lovely cup of tea aren't
1: we it is incredibly um what's the word civilized yeah we're
0: we're a civil it's because we did that episode last week on kind of museums and culture we've we're changed men aren't we
1: well (laughs) i did get changed (laughs) 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 i mean still i suppose it's a bit too early for a beer but
0: yeah we are we are recording it's well it's gone 12 o'clock but still having a cup of tea seems yeah yeah. seems the right thing
1: yeah we can have we can have a beer afterwards yeah indeed um so this week it's it's going back to slightly a topic that I covered in the past, but a slightly different angle to it. Because, um, I remember when I spoke about fairies? I love, yeah, I love the idea of fairies. And, um, there's this uh chap on YouTube, Erwin Saunders, who I love watching. Oh, yeah, who's, who's the pixie hunter? Yeah, it's brilliant. It, it is brilliant. If you haven't seen it, look him it up. It, it's clearly a CGI thing. I'm not claiming that's real, but
0: it, I, it, but it's it, there's something about it, even though you know.
1: It's charming, isn't
0: it, it? Yeah, even though you know it's going to be a CGI thing, and not just the way it's done is so beautifully executed that um, if you've not checked it out... Well, well, we'll do a photo album as we normally do. We'll put a photo of him in. You can link off to see some of the videos because they are brilliant.
1: They are brilliant. But he he's in charge of um, looking after pictures. In charge of, I mean, not officially, <laughs> but that is what he does. And... I thought, do you know what? I haven't ever looked into leprechaun lore before. Ah. And so when I started looking into it, I thought, oh, there's actually quite a lot in here. So I thought it'd be interesting to talk about it. And then there is, I found somebody who fully believes in leprechauns um, to the extent where he um, claims to communicate with them, which is kind of interesting. But I think we probably all know what a leprechaun is supposed to look like, sort of two or three feet high, dressed in green pot of gold yeah. that that is There's a stereotypical that is the stereotypical thing. yeah and the legend goes that if you can steal his pot of gold you get to keep it which is um seems a little mean um, well, it,
0: it also seems a pretty risky endeavor to me
1: <laughs> it, it it is <laughs> <to> a mess <laughs> with that <laughs> but you, yeah so it depends which part of The folklore that you look at but these guys like they don't seem to be particularly evil or spiteful unless Ah. you're talking about the that movie which is a terrible movie yeah well
0: there's about nine of them aren't there the leprechaun so so genuine leprechauns must be up in arms about that movie
1: i would have thought so yes because it doesn't portray them in a very good light yeah but traditionally they are found repairing a shoe and they only turn nasty if you don't pay them for the shoe repair. Right. This is sort of this is where the that's where they get their pot of gold from. Right. By by doing shoe repairs.
0: Very similar to the shoe repairers near Tesco's, I find. Them. Timpson's. Yeah, they're yeah. they're pretty they're pretty similar if you don't pay them, which is fair enough.
1: Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll go crazy. <laughs> um they've been they, they um the legend of it has been around. At least a thousand years, and best guess is that they come from the sort of the Celtic belief in the other world. Yeah, and the sort of the notion is that leprechauns are part of the fairy folk. They're just solitary ones. They prefer their own company. Uh, I was going to, to say,
0: what is the connection with fairies? Are they are they in the same vein or are they separate? So they are. So they they are essentially a type of fairy. Which yeah,
1: think? okay, yeah. They. For some reason, associate with robins a lot. So the bird, the robin. So um, you shouldn't kill or trap a robin. So in... in... Wasn't planning on. (laughs) (laughs) So can you explain the robin trap in the back of your car? You found me out. (laughs) Um,
0: I don't know what you could do with a robin, even if you trapped it. I guess maybe in the olden days they did cook them, but there's not much meat on a robin. No, it seems... Not that I've thought about it, to be
1: honest. But it, the, there is this legend, which even... Well, I I think it persists today, but pr- pe- people probably don't know where it comes from, which is it is unlucky to kill a robin, even if by accident, you know. Right. It, and, and the idea is that the, they are the friend of the leprechauns. Okay. I don't know why, again... Leprechauns associate with robins, particularly. Um, it feels like there's some sort of uh, symbolism that is now lost to the myths of time.
0: Maybe they're doing. Maybe they're the accountants of these leprechaun cobblers. Maybe they look after the books.
1: Ah, <laughs> um, they help them with their nest eggs. Yeah. Hey. Oh dear God. <laughs>
0: now we're just talking cobblers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. I thought, well, again, like the fairy ones, I thought, I wonder if anyone's actually claimed to see a leprechaun. Right. And they have. Um, This one, the first account, comes from um, Western Pennsylvania. And I've sort of, I've summed it up here, because it's actually quite a long account. But it happens in 1991, and it's relayed to us by a woman and she says that her ex boyfriend's dad was chief of police in this small town directly outside the city. And um, in the, as in the last episode, he's got a rookie called Mike. Oh, a rookie. Love a rookie. <laughs> and um, so this story picks up with Mike the rookie and he's driving down um, a small road and uh, it's on the edge of a field and there's like tall, dead brown grass down by the side of the road and mike says that all of a sudden he saw what he thought was an animal coming out of the grass on the left side but as he gets closer he says what he saw was not an animal but it was a small bold dirty man dressed in ragged clothes about two feet high and he was running out of the grass so he slams on the brakes but unfortunately he couldn't stop uh, quick enough and the car hits hits this small man oh, no. who flies up in the air and mike rushes out goes around to the front of the car and he said he looked right down at this small man who then noticed um so he, he notices that this this small man has reddish brown hair and uh this little creature begins screaming gives an evil laugh and hops off <laughs> Um, and uh, Mike says he ran after him, but all, the, all that he heard was the sound of his evil mocking laugh. So when he relates this story, the other cops tease him relentlessly about the leprechaun story. And since it was about six weeks before St. Patrick's Day, one of the cops went to the dollar store and bought a leprechaun hat. He left it on Mike's doorstep with a note <laughs> stuck to the brim saying, I'm coming for you, Mikey. <laughs> Um, so, quite,
0: but, quite brave to share that story with your 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 police workmates, especially if you're a rookie.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> particularly if you're a rookie. But um, apparently to this day he insists that he hit a leprechaun with his car. Huh. Um, the second one is also from the same part of the country, but this is from um, 1998. And the person relaying it says that her childhood best friend, Susan grew up in one of the most haunted houses she'd ever seen or known of in her life. But that's a different story. It was an old farmhouse way out in the country that had been in the family for generations. And she says it's important that you understand how her upstairs was set up. You'd go up to the staircase to essentially a dead end with hallways on either side of the staircase. To the right, a very large bedroom, which was her parents' room. To the immediate left, her sister's room. And then Susan's room, with an open hallway which led into the bathroom and a smaller back bedroom. Susan's bedroom had an open doorway into the hallway that faced the bathroom and the small bedroom. Anyway, one morning she came into school and told me in a whisper that she'd seen a leprechaun in the hallway outside her room that night. And I could tell that she was scared. Um... So she goes on to tell this story about how she'd heard these rustling noises outside her bedroom. Right. She'd gotten out of bed to come see what was going on. And, again, she describes this two-foot-tall man, dirty clothes, red hair. She's frozen with fear, and the man disappears. Um, people said to her, that sounds like a leprechaun. But she was obsessed with the leprechaun on the... Front of the Lucky Charms box, and she said, "Like it's not one of those. It's not one of those because he was much more evil." um And
0: also, to, so that's that's two examples where they're two foot tall. That yeah. Again, my my assumption would was that they were a lot smaller than that. That's 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 not yeah. I, that's not massive, but it's it, it's high enough. It's high enough, right? When you again, if you thought of a fairy, let's say these are fairy folk. Mm. You you wouldn't think of either of them as being two foot. That's quite
1: big. It is quite big, yeah. But um, I think you know they probably the the law says they're sort of two to three feet tall. Right. Whereas fairies, I think they're you know you've got to think of it as a different variety. They're they're right. smaller. They're smaller.
0: Maybe there's something about living on your own. You start growing again. Yeah. <laughs> Well it's all that pizza and bad eating probably. Well also well, there's
1: a lot of pipe smoking with those, they those do like a as pipe. Well. well that's
0: supposed to stunt your growth though, isn't
1: it? Oh that's true. Yeah. Okay. Upside down fairy world. <laughs> yeah. Um so the, then there's a lot of discussion on this thread and I found a little discussion elsewhere about this as well of well if it's not a leprechaun, what is it? You know, if it is a leprechaun, did right. it come over with Irish settlers? That would be you know a thing but um the conclusion that the author who's relaying both those stories it comes up with is that um they're tommy knockers which oh. um i don't know if you again if you've seen the stephen king movie i've seen the movie yeah it's a
0: great story the tommy knockers but i um, it's it's an all right movie but it's the concept that's really it's the concept yeah
1: but in in sort of fairy folklore, Tommyknockers—they they are leprechaun-like creatures, and they're believed by coal miners to um, move tools and things around. Um, and in fact, if you were to go down, if you'd meet some miners in, say, Cornwall in the UK, um, they would they they have legends about the Knockers and they would leave food and drink out for them, and in return they would be shown where the best coal seams were and things wow. like that that is a um a traditional thing that's brilliant but these these tommy knockers are described as being dirty uh, scraggy sharp featured little men with reddish hair and the what she goes on to then say is that both of those people drew independently um, a picture of the creature they saw, and they both came out looking the same, um, and they they're years apart as well.
0: But so, knocker uh, uh, is also part of Celtic culture. It Sounds, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that's all tied in with Celtic. So,
1: so, the the when I I did a bit of looking into it, and I think that the notion of the Knocker came over with uh, European settlers, right. specifically British settlers, yeah. in into America. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Which
1: doesn't too. mean they don't you know, they don't exist. It just means, like, you know, that's where the name and everything comes, that, that's comes from. That's
0: where the yeah. law, hello, re, comes from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and then I found another one from a different source. Um, my mum and her two sisters saw a leprechaun when they were younger. My aunt said her and the two girls shared the same bedroom, and two of the beds were side by side, and the other bed was on the other side of the room. I believe she said she felt something at the foot of her bed, and when she went to look... It was a leprechaun, and she screamed and told my mum to look. And when she did, the uh, the creature jumped into my mum's bed and then made through the wall vent. So this happened in Ohio. What,
0: what I find interesting about all these, because you, you you immediately go, like we did with the fairy episode, you kind of go, Well, oh, Come on!" You know, that's your first reaction. Yeah. Well, what I think is really interesting, just thinking about it now, especially when it's kind of younger kids and things seeing it, if you were going to see an imaginary creature, you think, and it was just, there was nothing to it, you would think you there'd be more sightings of unicorns or, do you know what I mean, or or other things. It seems like a strange one to focus on, especially if you're a a child or or younger, because... It's not necessarily part of your, I guess, your lucky charms in the States, the cereals. But it's not like an everyday thing. Or maybe that's what it is. Maybe you look at the box every morning and it gets into your
1: psyche. I don't know. Possibly, possibly. But it made me think if these things are being seen in America, surely there would be legends about them. Um, from native tribes people. Right, right. Uh, and it turns out there there are. Apparently oh, really? most Native American tribes have a legend. And this is I didn't realise this, but this it seems to be where the word Pugwichi okay. comes from. Um, and it just it basically means um little people in the various Native American languages. And in their culture, they these are tricksters, they move things around, they sometimes steal for the most part, they're harmless, but you mustn't cross them. Which sounds incredibly similar that's, that's, to a leprechaun. It's
0: the same MO,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. In
0: completely different continents from different time periods. That's yeah.
1: That is quite weird. And and this is where again I found a story which really crosses over with mainstream, well, not mainstream, but uh, some of the uh, the ideas we were talking about fairy folk before. Um, when we were talking about pug wages, I came across this story where somebody said my my friend 's grandmother was kidnapped by them when she was around six years old. She went missing in the middle of the night and they f- <clears throat> she went missing in the middle of the night and they found her two days later in the house as if she would never left it at all. She told her family that a pug took her uh, and out to their small community deep in the woods that was hidden by magic. She said they didn't hurt her or do anything evil they just kept her with them while they feasted and danced that is incredibly um like the fairy stuff because we spoke about how yeah. you must never take food off a fairy yeah
0: or well, when you come out of if you do take the food it's turned into something rotten rather than what you thought it was that's right yeah. it'll be
1: the most delicious cake you ever tasted and then when you when the magic wears off you've just been eating leaves
0: moldy leaves yeah wow what What's interesting, uh, so you had the descriptions uh, from the Native American side, so similar size, similar behaviour. Were there mm. other, other? you know, was there the kind of red hair, as that stuff, is that reports of that, or it hasn't
1: gone... Uh, there, there doesn't appear to be that, but they do describe them as the same sort of pointy features, right. which is different to how the Irish describe them, because in traditional Irish folklore, they're kind of, they're big round-headed creatures with bulbous noses, which is why you sometimes see them depicted as sort of having bulbous red noses, as if they've been Been drinking, drinking. yeah, yeah. 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 But, you know, again, they could just, it could just be a different interpretation of the same kind of being, or um, it's a cultural overlay of something, but the but the similarities around them being dirty and small men is interesting. Can I can I just yeah. say
0: from a skeptic point of view? I'm just trying to. I think it's amazing because, like I said, you've got you've got this Native American Indian references to something similar, and then you've got the kind of Celtic references as well, and it doesn't feel like there would be any reason that those two things would cross over. You know what I mean? Yeah. That why one, it's not like one could feed into the other in terms of legend. So from a sceptic point of view, it's like what, what kind of purpose would it serve to create this, yeah, create this thing, like, you know, fictionally even create it yeah yeah. it must be serving a purpose right if it's in two different cultures who are not connected it's quite interesting
1: yes yeah well it it could as well be that what people are perceiving is simply what we're able to perceive and this yeah. is something that is it's back to that theme that we've talked about another yeah.
0: you know you that screen memory type thing of or you can't perceive what it is so you 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 put some other spin on it yeah
1: wow but it made me also think about alien abductions i know i spoke about that when we did the fairy lore stuff but yeah. we've got small creatures we've got people disappearing for 2 days they'd have no sense of time um admittedly they're not claiming to have been strapped onto a table they're claiming to have been at a fairy feast. But yep. the similarities are tantalizingly close.
0: Shoe repairs.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe not that one. But you know, but you could see the kind of pot of gold myth could could also be, you know, something bright lights, you could see something coming around that. Yeah. I, I guess the, the rainbow thing is probably a more modern miss, mythical. Creation, fictional creation that came later, is it? Or is there some tech is there some tie-in with rainbows and the n- traditional folklore? No, no, no there isn't no, really. No, 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 that's, no. That's more a modern trope. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um but there is some tantalizing evidence. That these things might be oh, true. Now you've sparked me interest. So in 1989, what can only be described as a leprechaun suit was discovered in Carlingford Mountain in County Louth. Really? I love these things. La- alongside some small bones and a collection of gold coins. It was a discovery that divided people, as you can <laughs> imagine. Imagine, yeah. Skeptics thought it an elaborate hoax, concocted by bored jokers, just having a laugh. Yeah but a handful of believers thought it was the real thing and chief amongst them is a guy called Kevin McLeit Woods and he was he is now known as Ireland's last leprechaun whisperer <laughs> so <laughs> although he was still skeptical woods was determined to discover the truth and he took a organized leprechaun hunt into the region to you know to see if he could find out what had gone on for a while, everything went quiet. Um, but in 2002, he came, another, came across another discovery, which caused, in this case, bafflement. Located close to a stone wall on the Garn Road in Carlingford, he discovered more gold coins. Had he planted the gold coins in the hope of adding to the mythology? It's unclear, though things took a turn for the strange when Woods then revealed... <clears throat> that the coins were apparently given to him, uh, sorry, had given him the ability to communicate with Krag Kareg, who's a leprechaun elder and served as the spokesman for the 236 surviving leprechauns secretly living in the area. Wow. It's a very specific number, 236. Sure, really um, he, this guy, went on to open um basically he runs a uh it's hard to tell i think it's an events company i thought it was a book initially but um it's uh it's called the island's last leprechauns and you can find it online if you if you go to it and it seems like it's a study center and um you can you can go on leprechaun tours and he tells you all about uh you know what they've been up to and sincerely (laughs) believes in them i don't know whether he just found a niche for himself the but
0: the, but the, other, the other thing i was thinking
1: of <laughs> it must be
0: amazing going to pitch that to the bank <laughs> to get funding you know so 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 let me get let me get this right what you want to do is you want us to finance you to where you're going to go on a leprechaun hunt after some bones and a suit have been found, then you want to set up a visitor center to monitor the existing leprechaun population. It's a great, oh, I love that. I do love
1: that. Um, and he himself, we spoke about Erwin Saunders. I think he's the original Erwin Saunders. Um, the first picture you'll find of him is um, a plump, elderly chap with a walking stick. Um, dressed for the outdoors walking up an irish <coughs> hillside ah, so that's interesting um,
0: so there might be some influence there yes
1: yeah absolutely
0: because um, we discussed it's interesting when you talked about the skeleton and the suit that was found with the gold coins i remember on the fairy episode we discussed there was a shoe found right a little miniature shoe that's with right. hand stitching made out that's of right. uh, mouse skin mouse i think skin, it was yes, yeah yes so that sounds very similar to that.
1: Yes, it does. Um, it's disappointing that there's no images that I can find of those those things. But it's widely reported in the press at the time. Right. I've, I found old archived um, reports from um, like the Irish Times and and things like that. But um, it it's one of those that feels. Like that discovery of the gold- the gold coins again in two thousand and two feels too much like it's somebody who has decided that that's the way they want their life to go,
0: yeah, because you also if you physically got these things, there's all kinds of tests that you could do on them, right, yeah, At kind of age terms of age, there are coin experts out there who would know if they were modern made you know, do you know what i mean there there seems. That's a lovely piece of physical evidence that yeah. could be examined. So the fact that it hasn't does kind of raise a few little red flags, right? Yeah, it does, yeah. But yeah. I still love the idea of it. I love the idea. It's that charming, that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that you can go and you can go on a tour. And I love the fact they're monitoring the population and it's brilliant, brilliant.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's great. But it, it just, I, this thing about small people... Every time I start scratching on something, you get more and more interesting, not just accounts, but um, sightings and not necessarily evidence, but um, stories that come from all kinds of different people who share the land. So it's not just... And what's interesting is those people who were, you know, like the, um, the cop, Mike, who crashes into that leprechaun, Likelihood is, you know, he's got European ancestors. So he definitely is not um, a Native American. Yeah. But the creature that he sees matches Native American um, tales rather than.
0: Yeah, uh, than Celtic yeah, folklore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So it sort of says there is something, there's something going on. Something
0: going on, yeah. And, yeah, and like you said, it's, it's coming back to our, you know, Top of the list of our most wanted on those two, isn't it? It is, you you kind of go UFO sightings or some kind of alien activity that, again, that we can't, we have to kind of put into some context that our brain can process. Mm-hmm. Or we're back to the trickster spirit as well, which is another theme that we
1: talk about a lot, right? Yes, yes,
0: and and the behaviour seems like that as well, very trickstery, poltergeist-esque.
1: It does, it does, and and as well, again, I mentioned it in the um, in the fairies episode, but the legends of the god Pan as well. There are similarities there between that so that is supposed to, you know, that's a deity whereas these are not supposed to be deities they're just supposed to be little people but you've got the trickster nature you've got the things are not what they appear you've got um the ability to mesmerize people and put them under a spell and make them believe that they're doing something that they're not doing the other thing that came up is largely leprechauns seem to be male but there are a few female leprechauns reported okay. but I couldn't find any sightings of them but the the idea in the in the folklore is that there are female leprechauns and some people say oh yeah I've I've seen one but never together as a pair hmm. so Setting up a breeding population of leprechauns seems like that might be tricky. Well,
0: especially with those numbers. Was it
1: 286? 200 and... Yeah, think. yeah.
0: That's going to be tricky. It is. It is. Uh, especially if it's a global phenomenon and that's the kind of size of population we're dealing with.
1: Yep, that's right. Oh, I'm just thinking I'd
0: love to do one of those kind of charity ads. Saves the leprechaun, donate like £5, donate five pounds a month to sponsor a leprechaun, to
1: adopt a leprechaun would be brilliant. <laughs> well, if you... Um, You'd have lovely shoes. He <laughs> would have lovely shoes. If you visit... I think this is quite charming. If you visit the place where um, these artefacts were supposed to have been um, found, so it's in um, um, County Louth, you'll find them um, just by there, there's a, um, a big sign plant wild animals and leprechauns are protected in this area please tread lightly and what's brilliant about it is it's an official european habitats directive so it's got a european flag and it's all it's all proper uh, is
0: it it a a proper replica is it proper proper no it's
1: proper proper
0: (laughs) oh i love that so that's very much like we we talked about before of the uh, zones in iceland that are fairy protected it seems very similar to that hunters
1: and fortune seekers will be prosecuted
0: <sighs> <laughs> and uh, that ties in also with that story we ran the other week on um, paranormal law yeah we had. yeah your man we, in the uh, yeah, shattered after yeah the the ufos being issued parking tickets if
1: they landed brilliant so that's all i have on leprechauns <sighs> but well it was a i, fun I just, little just
0: yeah i think it's a lovely journey and well i think what i think what's really striking me is this connection with native american culture and that they've got similar very similar type entities let's call them yeah because yeah because there is no crossover there so these things have developed in terms of folklore completely independently from each other which I think is fascinating whether you're a believer or a skeptic either either way whatever your point of view the fact that that folklore has developed separately in two separate locations without intertwining with each other or interacting with each other I just think is incredibly fascinating.
1: Yeah it is it is and I like for once um, coming across one of these um, creatures that doesn't make me fear for its evilness like that that episode we did where we talked about banshees that was yeah uh, with the the, the 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 sightings or the hearings of those they were terrifying but I couldn't mind running across a little leprechaun fella I'd happily give him some money as long as he didn't <laughs> um you know ruin my house that I'll
0: keep thinking I've just got to... Yeah, I got the shoes back. Have you paid the leprechaun? I thought you'd paid them. Oh, my God. We're and that's why all the
1: whiskey's gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Because apparently they will do that. They will drink all They'll drink your, your whiskey, yeah. They'll drink all of the alcohol in your house if you cross them.
0: Yeah, they're a bit like teenagers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you have to give them a gold coin to uh, placate them. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, that's fascinating. I love those... Th- I, what I love about those kind of stories and the fairy ones is it's 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 it, it is it's not particularly the sightings that are interesting it is as we've said today it's it's the folklore and how that folklore has taken hold and you know maybe slightly mutated but still has similar themes in different cultures it's just mind-blown
1: yeah it's it's wonderful and um, yeah I uh, I do hope... Well, I wonder if there'll be a synchronicity next week when you're driving down that road.
0: Oh, I don't want to run one over. I don't want to be like the
1: rookie. No, you'll see a little green hat disappearing. (laughs) I've got your shoes! I've got your shoes! What would be even more spooky is a discarded box of Lucky Charms. Yeah, or
0: what if I I pulled over it? Maybe that's what that flying thing was. It wasn't a dragonfly. Maybe it was a fairy.
1: By the way, um, this um, uh, leprechaun whisperer man apparently the leprechauns have told him that they're fine with the lockdown and they think it's sensible that is (laughs) apparently an official communique from the elder leprechaun
0: well they've certainly got more wisdom than probably a lot of the governments out there around the world i would say so yes (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) as they say in alien why don't we put them in charge
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I don't know how much of a dose of the Pfizer vaccine you'd have to have for a leprechaun, but yeah, whatever it is, I hope they all got one.
0: Yeah, I hope so as well. And was, Oh, I hope they've got their second vaccination. I'd love to see a vaccine passport for a leprechaun, that would be fantastic. <laughs> right, on that note, I've got some shoes to pick up and I've got to remember to pay, so... Um. <laughs> there's a very small man at your door oh
1: go let's go <laughs> alright brilliant well All right. we'll
0: be uh, we'll be back next week with uh, uh, another intriguing episode of the Quantum Mechanics
1: see you next time right. Bye.
0: Quantum Mechanics